0: Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning. Lord, we give you all of the praise and the glory. We exhort you, Father, for your faithfulness. Thank you for all that you have done. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this life that you have given to us and the light that is coming to us. Thank you for the journey you have taken us by your own hand. We give you all of the praise, Father, because of your faithfulness that endures always, because of your love that never changes, because of all that you have made us to be. We acknowledge our righteousness. We acknowledge how blessed we are in you. Thank you so much, Father, this morning. Let your name and name alone be glory and all honor and glory be to you and all praise be to you. Thank you. And this morning, we receive this word with open heart, and thanksgiving in our heart, knowing that it will transform us further. It will open up our heart further, that our glory is being restored. The consciousness we had with you even before the foundation of the world, we are gaining it back. We are receiving it. Thank you, precious Lord. And Lord, we thank you, we acknowledge, and we affirm this morning that we will be who you have made us to be. The name that you have called us will answer that name. And every ability and grace that you have given to us, Lord, we acknowledge that not only is he going to walk in us, but he will continue to walk through us to reach as many as possible. We pray the prayer of multiplication over the word that we speak, that it will travel from home to home, from heart to heart, from family to family, from city to city, from nations to nation, and that it will continue to turn hearts to you and bring them back to your will and your purpose. We give you all of the praise and glory. For in Jesus' wonderful name we have prayed, and this morning, those who prayed with me will say a very loud amen and amen and amen. Good morning to you this morning, and let me welcome you to this day's episode of our daily fellowship with the Word. Of course, it's your brother, Pastor Chidi Jacob, and it is Saturday, so let's do a little bit of recap ...of the major things that we had shared this week... ...and then look at the final point that we we'll discuss on Sunday. Don't forget fundamentally, I was saying yesterday by the Spirit... ...that when we talk about restoring us to the glory... ...and you know what the scripture says to us... ...that this grace of God that we have received... ...is currently working powerfully in us, releasing all forms of wisdom and the practical understanding. Don't forget that. That what this grace is doing in us is releasing all forms of wisdom and practical understanding. Now, will it make sense when I say that the gospel we are preaching is the gospel of getting sense? That's what it means. Wisdom and the practical understanding understanding. I've dealt with a lot of people, very good people, very nice people, very religious people who just don't have sense. And when we say don't have sense, it's not an insult. It's not a derogatory statement. It's just to state the fact. It will make sense why Apostle Paul will call the Galatian church foolish. It will make sense why Jesus, the very day he rose from the dead, used the word foolish to describe his disciples. To be foolish is just not to have sense. And look at what he said to them. He said, didn't you hear, didn't you know that the Messiah was supposed to suffer these things and then then enter into his glory because they spoke to him with so much dejection. They spoke to him with so much frustration. And these are his disciples that had been with him all along this time. Friend, don't forget the gospel is designed to give us God's sense and like the Spirit of God pointed out to us yesterday, when we talk about restoring man to the fullness of his glory, what is that? How does that start? How is it going to begin? What is the trigger point, beloved. The trigger point, you know, is the restoration of the mind of man, that our mind is restored to be as it was even before the world was founded, so that now we see ourselves as God sees us, we think about our lives as God has made it and as God wants it, and the mind of the Father is now my mind, Praise God. And the mind of the Father is now your mind. If your mind is like that of the Father, you will do like him. We all will be good children of our Heavenly Father. Praise God. Amen and amen. One other key thing that I mentioned this week is this. Any truth that does not change your mind remains untrue. Listen to this. It's not like the truth is untrue. But... If it does not change your mind, it doesn't produce a result. So it looks like that truth does not exist, but the truth do exist. Every truth is designed, one, it might excite us. Good excitement is good. It might make us clap and shout and say, wow, that is good. Emotional excitement is good. But we must go beyond that to allow it to change our mind. The reason I see, I, the reason I say this is because I've seen many get excited, but when you talk to them or when something happens, then they begin to ask questions that will make you to understand that in the first place, this person never come to a place of believing. Don't forget to believe is not to have a strong mind; it is to take complete and absolute ownership of that which you have heard as truth. Don't forget, if you take something to be yours, you cannot doubt it. For example, if you receive the fullness of the love of God in your heart and you know that God loves you, you're not going to doubt it just because you woke up tomorrow morning and somebody insulted you or just because you woke up tomorrow morning and you don't have food in your fridge. Don't forget, you cannot doubt what you have. So when people doubt or ask questions that when you look at beyond that question, wait a minute, and this is exactly what what happens when people ask me questions i try to answer the questions but i also want to look at what exactly is behind the question so sometimes the answer that i give may not be answer to the question it is answer to what is behind the question praise god again don't forget i want to remind you one of the key things that we shared this week any truth that does not change your mind that truth remains untrue watch this it's not like the truth is not truth but it remains untrue to you because it has not accomplished what it is designed to do praise god and beloved listen to me carefully this goes far beyond knowing something in the head I'm talking about hearing that changes your mind from within. Because once your mind is changed, then that truth begins to guide you. Praise God. And of course, we noted as we are done over and over. I hope we continue to emphasize this tomorrow. Don't ever forget that Jesus is our model. Jesus is our example. And so when we look at him, we look at how a son of God should live on earth. And... One of the things that he showed to us is how to be both man and both God. How to be here on earth while functioning from the wisdom of heaven. Don't forget that beloved. Every wisdom Jesus manifested came from the divine. The decisions that he took, the actions, everything he said came from above. He was living here but he was not of this place and that's our example. We live here to serve the people, we live here to carry out the purpose and plans of our Father, but we are not from here. Don't forget, at least we know every denomination agrees the truth that we all came from God. Praise God. It do not matter how they say it, but we know that everyone agrees that we came from God. Praise God. Amen. And, amen. and one other key thing that we mentioned this week is the fact that in that miracle Jesus performed in the book of Luke chapter 9 verses 10 to 17, he showed us how not to be limited to our earthly possibilities only. And you know, you and I, including myself this morning, I still have many areas. I'm still learning how to do this. Don't forget, that's why I said, this is not something that happens by miracle. As our minds are changed, it's miraculous, but it's something that goes through a process. Suddenly, the way you react to things starts to change. And that's when people see the miracles. But for you, it has become a way of life. When we are confronted with issues here, When we are confronted with limitations, when we have challenges, it is true. So I'm not trying to blame you, including I, myself, I'm still working this out. We have been trained to look at the things we have around. We have been trained to look at our background. We have been trained to look at our strength. We have been trained to look at our accounts. We've been trained to look at who we know and who we don't know. We've been trained to look at all the resources that we have. That's how we do things, including I. I keep repeating that so you know I'm not blaming you, but it's true. That's what we've been trained to do. We've been trained to look at all what is physically possible, even though we go to church, even though we do all that stuff. But that's how we've been trained. But now the Father is retraining you and I to look beyond this place into another realm. To know that at all times we have the grace, openness and open door to call in things that are beyond this realm. Praise God. And that's one key thing Jesus was demonstrating. How the supernatural can come upon the little that we have. That little will grow to abundance. Praise God. Whether it is a service in my hand, whether it is a passion in my hand, whether it is a skill in my hand, whether it is an interest in my hand, whether it is something that I have materially or physically, how the supernatural power of God, don't forget what will be the little you have in the midst of the many needs that you have. But perhaps if like Jesus, we start to train our mind to learn how to look into him and the supernatural power comes upon the little that we have. That little will be able to not only meet the need, but go into abundance. Because don't forget, when it comes to God, it's extravagant, is abundance. Praise God. Amen and amen. So this message is not designed to blame you, to condemn you, to pull you down. No, what is designed to do, because all of us are work in progress. And don't forget, this is what it means to manifest our glory sons of god because now continuously just like jesus did we are now bringing heaven down in my conversations i bring heaven down have you noticed When people talk about the country that they live in, all they talk about are the physical things, are the physical limitations, are the failures of the government. That's all they talk about. But when you and I talk about, we can start to look at it beyond what is physical. Friend, don't forget, if we think like them, we will talk like them. If we talk like them, we will do like them. The only difference is that maybe on Sunday you go to church and then you learn one or two or few gospel songs to sing and learn how to say glory, hallelujah, praise God. But when it comes to your choices, it's not different from that of the people. Why? Because even though you say all the glory, hallelujah, you still think like them. Because if you think like them, you will do like them. In fact, if you think like them, you will talk like them and you will do like them. But this is why this whole university of our father is re-engineering us. Don't forget To restore us to the glory we had is to restore our mind. Because it was the mind that man lost in the Garden of Eden. Now finally, let me go today to the key point, the last key point, the last key lesson that we learned on Sunday. And by the grace of God, this is where I will round off this morning. And that is that we must learn how to focus on what we have. Beloved, I wish I can write a book on this. I wish maybe perhaps one day I will have to preach an entire series on this. How to focus on what we have. Don't forget how to focus on what we have. And even those outside of the kingdom understand this. They talk about the law of focus. That when you focus on a that thing begins to magnify that thing begins to grow you begin to see other factions of it let me tell you one thing everything that you've seen today in existence whether it is a system or a physical structure began as a thought let me say that again everything that you see today whether it's a system for example democracy as a system military rule as a system e-commerce, internet, online shopping, Facebook, WhatsApp, whatever it is that you see today that is a system began only as a thought in the heart of one person. It is never plenty people. Perhaps there are many people who thought about it but could not do something about it. But there was one person who thought about it and began to do something about it. This city that I live in today, this city of Abuja, don't forget, many years was not here. It's one man that began the journey and said, Hey, we've got to move the federal capital from the south to the central place. And behold, it is here. So now you see all the structures, everything that you see that have followed, followed that thought. Everything, let me repeat one more time. Everything that you see, whether it is systems Whether it is going to space, whether it is physical structures, all of them began as a thought. It doesn't matter how mighty, how big a city is, how glorious a city is, it began as a thought. Even countries, nations like America, began as a thought in the heart of men. Men who wanted to stay away from that system of government, they began to seek for freedom. And somebody says, you know what, we can actually cross over the Atlantic and go and start all over again. All of these began as a thought. And you know the most beautiful thing. There's no man who lacks the ability to think. There is no one listening to me this morning, whether you are physically moving or you are not moving physically, whether you are young or old, as you may call it, or big or fat or tall or short, yellow skin, doesn't matter what you are. Everyone listening to me this morning has the ability to think. The challenge is how we are thinking. There is no mind that is programmed to think useless thoughts. It is conditioning that makes people think useless and unproductive thoughts. Instead of them to think life, they think death. Instead of them to think answers, they think depressive thoughts. But don't forget, the channel of thought is there. And that channel is God's creative access because it is in our thoughts that we can connect to things that do not exist and begin to call them names over and over, give it a name, talk about it over and over, and before you know it, it comes into existence. So when I say focus on what you have, you may not have millions or billions in your account, you may not have a PhD, yet. you may be single or married. Or you think perhaps you're coming to the end of your life when you're asking yourself, but what can I do? Beloved, don't forget, every man has the ability to think a thought that can change something. Every man has the ability to think a thought that can save lives. Every man has the ability to think thoughts that can turn things around for the benefit of humanity. Every man possesses the ability to think. The question is, what are you thinking? thinking about. And when you finish asking yourself, what are you thinking about? Then you ask yourself, why am I thinking the way I am thinking? Beloved, don't forget what the enemy took hold of against man was to take hold of his mind. There are many people today who are poisoned to think evil so all the thoughts they think about are how to destroy how to kill and how to wound other people and don't forget those minds if programmed the other way they will still think the thoughts of life praise god like i said i hope one day i'm going to preach more on this to break this further down to tell you when i say that it's impossible for god to leave us completely empty-handed It is true. There is always something in our hands to multiply. It could be as simple as a thought. As simple as a thought. Again, as simple as a thought which you and I possess in abundance. We think all the time. We think from the moment we wake up, we think as we try to sleep. The question is, what are you thinking and why are you thinking what you are thinking? Now, if you allow your mind to be purified, loaded with the word of God, you start to think out productive things. You start to think out solutions. You start to think out life instead of death. You start to think of light instead of darkness. You start to think of love instead of hatred. You start to think of peace instead Instead of war, you start to think of productive solutions that will help men advance much better. Praise God. Amen and amen. Beloved, I just use this example now to prove to you that there's always something that we can multiply. A thought can be multiplied over and over and over until it comes from the realm of the entire tangible to the realm of the tangibility. Praise God. And then beyond that. So when I say there's something you have and to focus, that we must always focus on what we have. Again, don't forget, we have been trained to focus on what we don't have because of security and sense of preservation that we have been conditioned to think. We are trained to focus mainly on the things that we don't have. So when we make a list of what we don't have, we are not trying to struggle to try to get what we don't have. In many times... We overlook the things that we have. Don't forget, you and I are of this world, but we are not of this world. We are not trying to focus or to lean the ideas or the patterns or the systems or the spirit of the world. We allow our Heavenly Father to change us from within. So, when the world thinks of what they don't have, you will think on what you have. And knowing that the more you look at what you have, the more heaven causes it to multiply. Praise God. Amen. And amen. Finally, let me wrap up this morning by reminding you something I've always said. You remember we used to go to church those days and they talk about how God will favor some and not favor some. How God will bless some and not bless some. And I began to question that many times and the Lord tried, and the Lord made it clear to me that it's not true. If you listen to me carefully the message i preached this morning is for everybody is for everybody who hears and allows the word to sit in It's for everybody it doesn't matter how good or bad you've been this week it doesn't matter how happy or frustrated you are it doesn't matter how many times you have prayed or you didn't pray this week it doesn't matter how many times you're falling this week this message is a blessing to everyone who hears why Daddy is willing to restore us to the fullness of his glory. He's not here to choose and to drop. Uh-uh. He wants to carry all of us along. Praise God. I trust this has been a blessing to you as it has blessed me. Beloved, there are things that ought to be life principles. That's what we're discussing. How you live your life always. How you think always. How you flow all the time. Praise God. Amen. Amen. And amen. I'm going to stop here and come back to you again tomorrow. Of course, tomorrow is service, so you will get the message a little later in the afternoon. Please do keep us in your prayers. And I thank those who have been giving the feedback and the testimonies and those who are asking questions. Of course, do. If you have any questions, something you don't understand, please ask. And I will be willing, by the grace of God, to explain to you as much as I can. And thank you to those who are supporting financially and for everybody who is spreading forth the message over and over. You are doing wonderful. We have become family and brothers and sisters. Don't forget, this is what we are called to do, to spread the knowledge of Christ that it will cover the earth just as the water covers the seas. Don't forget, this morning you have been served. It's your turn to go ahead and be a blessing to as many as you can. Shalom.